Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kushbu and I am your host. I am a nutritionist, life coach, and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. On this podcast, we chat all things physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health to ensure you thrive from the inside out in order to create a more joyous and fulfilling life. Grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. What is up? Welcome back to the Fit and Fulfill podcast and happy March. I know it sounds so incredibly cliche, but time is flying. I cannot believe we are in our third month of 2021. And chances are you found yourself at some stage of the year saying time is flying or the year is passing by in a blink of an eye. And I think we all say it. And there's actually a lot of truth to it and reason why the older we get, the quicker time seems to be flying. Because let's say when you are five years old, a year is only 20% of your entire life, which is why at that time, time seems to pass by fairly slowly. Whereas when you're, let's say, 30 years old, a year represents only 3% of your entire life, a tiny fraction. And you know what? If you find that time is passing fast, It means you're having fun. So let's just chalk it up as a win. But I personally love the start of a new month and I always treat it with the same enthusiasm as I do with a new year. Whether it's a new month, a new week, or a new year, it almost feels like a reset and like we've been given a clean slate. And I mean, even if you are listening to this episode in the middle of the month, I want you to take everything I'm about to share with you and run with it today or tomorrow. Don't waste time. Don't wait till next month or for a new week to start because every day is a clean slate that you get to choose again. And every single day, every single moment, we are presented with two choices, stagnancy or growth. And the fact that you've even decided to listen to this episode is an indication that you're leaning towards growth. So let's just dive straight into it. Chances are you probably set resolutions at the start of the year. And I want you to ask yourself, how are you coming along with them? Studies show that by the third week of January, most people have long forgotten about them. And I'm not surprised. I've seen this happen multiple times. And the problem is, is that when we are hit with a burst of motivation, we get, sorry, we go too hard too fast. And I'm somebody, I'm all for reaching for the stars and aiming high, but not at the risk that it's so high and you end up crashing and burning. Because here's the thing, the more you understand how your brain works and how our brains are wired, the more you can hack the system and actually use your brain to work for you. And when it comes to working with our brains, realize one thing is our brains thrive on progress, which is why when we are setting our goals, we need to, stre- we need to make sure they stretch us, but to the point that we can actually attain them. So for example, let's say that you are starting off a new business and in your heart, you know that, okay, you want to be generating $100,000, but this is something which you've never done. And so chances on the first year, it's going to be quite difficult to generate that kind of money. And so when you're not reaching your monthly targets, you're going to feel disappointed and feel like, okay, there's no point me carrying forward. I might as well give up. But let's say keeping in mind that it's a new business and this year I'm going to aim for $20,000 a a year. It seems a lot more doable and you'll find that because you're on target as the year goes by, 
with achieving your goal, you want to keep moving forward. And that momentum that you're creating is essentially what's going to allow you to hit those bigger goals. But again, it's that you need to know where you are at in your journey and set goals accordingly. And realize that, okay, just because you're not going to be aiming for the stars right now, it doesn't mean you're never going to, but it's literally asking yourself, what is the goal that's going to stretch me, but it's also within my reach? And I'll give you another example is earlier this week, I was getting started on my taxes, which I'm sure most of you can share my disdain towards. And trust me, this has been on my to-do list for the last month. And every week I'm like, okay, next week, I'm definitely going to do it. Next week, I'm definitely going to do it. And it just seemed so overwhelming. And despite doing this every year, just to get the ball rolling is always so difficult. And so on Monday, I said that, you know what, I'm just going to see that like six different sections I need to do. I'm just going to focus on the first section. That's my only task for this week is to focus on the first section. So I started and, you know, once you get into the zone, you find yourself actually moving forward. And because you're making that progress, you're motivated to keep going. And so I think in, by the end of the week, I ended up finishing almost four sections. And I'm actually quite excited to finish the rest because I'm like, okay, I'm making so much progress and I just want to now get it done. And that is, you know, the reason why resolutions get such a bad rep. And, you know, people always like, don't set resolutions. You're going to fail. There's no point. Everyone gives up is because of how you're setting your resolutions. And for me, I'm all for transformation. I'm all for change. And if setting resolutions helps you stimulate some kind of change in your life, I would chalk it up as a win. However, However, I do think we need to develop a smarter strategy towards how we act on our resolutions, goals, and overall desire to change, which is exactly what motivated me to do today's podcast episode and really discuss how can we bridge the gap between where we are and where we want to be and actually do so continuously throughout the year, not just the beginning of the year, but by the end of the year, look back, be able to look back and be like, wow. I set these goals for myself. I had these desires I wanted to bring into my life and I did it. I put in the work, I took the right action and my life is so different compared to what I started with. And we're constantly waiting. We're constantly waiting for the next holiday or the wedding or reason to be at our best. Whereas realize this, you, are, you yourself are enough reason alone. You deserve to live the best quality of life all year long, regardless of what is happening around you. And that requires conscious intention. We're constantly looking outside of us for all the answers and assistance. But the more you go inwards, the quicker the solutions will present themselves to you, which is why this constant self-reflection is so important. And I actually wanted to share the way I approach each month. Because I've found that this is something that really works for me. And, I'm, you know, it kind of helps me create that foundation. And so when the month starts, I'm ready to run with it and actually make the most of the month. And this podcast is not called the Fit and Fulfill podcast for no reason. The fulfillment that we receive in our lives comes from the action we take. And so it's all about being proactive and choosing how do I want my month to pan out and how can I get the momentum going? And I can promise you the more you adopt this kind of approach whereby you are being proactive and actually moving forward in your life and allowing yourself to tap into new levels of growth and fulfillment, you'll find that your quality of life 
just becomes exponentially better. And for today's podcast, I'm not going to dive into manifesting and the law of attraction too much. But I just want to say that a huge misconception that people have with manifesting and the law of attraction and the space overall is the idea that you can just visualize your life away and boom, your desires arrive at your door. I remember when the secret movie first came out, I watched it and I couldn't even get past more than like half of it. I was just so flabbergasted. It just seemed the idea of it seems so ridiculous. The idea that you can visualize a car and suddenly it's in your garage. And here's the thing. I wholeheartedly believe in the process of manifestation. I've changed my life in so many ways using the process of the law of attraction, but it doesn't work unless you are taking action and taking the right action in the right direction. And by the time you hear this podcast episode, it is going to be the 2nd of March. And for some of you, it might be later on in the month or later on in the year. And whatever it is, I want you to just realize that, okay, treat today as the first day of the rest of your life and jump on it ASAP. You know, it's a simple three-step process. It's going to take you less than an hour, but it's going to really set you up for a month of growth. It's funny how the little actions we take when it comes to our lives is actually helping us create the big stuff as long as we do the work beforehand. That's why fail to plan and you're planning to fail. But here goes. So the first thing that I do is self-reflect on the past month. Growth and self-improvement is such an interesting process. On one hand, you're so fixated on moving to the next level, but in the process, we sometimes forget to acknowledge how far we've come. It's a constant dance between appreciating your progress till date while also realizing that there's always going to be more potential that you can tap into. And get excited about that because let's say right now you are feeling quite content and fulfilled with how things are in your life, but imagine how much more exponentially better things can get for you, how much more there is for you to experience. I mean, that's pretty exciting. So when it comes to now self-reflecting on the past month, it all boils down to the kind of questions you're asking yourself. So for example, asking yourself, how did I fare in terms of achieving the goals I wanted to? What did I even achieve? Really commend yourself for what you have smashed and achieved for yourself. We're so quick to judge ourselves for what we are not doing, but take a second and honor all that you did achieve because otherwise that a feeling that you're hoping to get when you achieve your goal is never going to come if you don't allow yourself to experience it because you're always looking for the next best thing. So you just, every time, you know, every few weeks, once a month, whenever it is, you've got to take a step back and acknowledge your efforts till date and how far you've come. But then it's also about, like I said, it's, it's a constant dance. So in the midst of acknowledging how far you've come, you've got to also stay focused on moving forward and ask yourself, what could I have done better? Where is there room for improvement? With the goals I didn't make much progress on, are they still important to me? That's the thing though, right, when it comes to our individual journeys is that as we grow and evolve, our goals change. And sometimes what we thought was important to us, we realize no longer mattered to us. And that's okay. But we need to be aware and still be in the driving seat and make that decision as opposed to just letting complacency and procrastination get the best of us. And if you find that the goals that you didn't make much progress on are still important to you, 
then ask yourself, how can I roll them over to the month ahead and approach them more effectively? It's all about pivoting our strategy and our behavior because if we want different results, we got to approach our behavior in a different manner. And then once you've done that self-reflection, the next part of the process is setting goals for the month ahead. These goals are going to be your foundation and help you act accordingly. And as much as I'm all for setting big goals and you know yearly goals, resolutions, for me, I've found that monthly goals work much better for me. I'm naturally a very goal-oriented person. And by setting monthly goals, and even sometimes when I have a lot going on, I'll even do weekly goals, but just setting up, setting down, sorry, writing down these short-term goals help keeps me in action mode. And even if I'm only focusing on, let's say, two or three goals a month, if you think about it, that adds up to almost 36 goals a year. And when I look back at the end of the year, you can believe that I am a very different person, a very different version of myself than when I started the year. And as a result, my life looks very different too. And I say this, I say this to inspire you, but I know 2020 was a year where a lot of people felt frustrated. And yes, there was a lot to be frustrated about, a lot to be sad about. But also what you did with that time is going to impact how you perceive the year. And when I look back at 2020, I I'm actually pretty proud in terms of how I handled it because I, in the midst of being safe at home, I still managed to achieve a lot, but that only happened because of these goals, of the goals that I had set for myself as the year progressed. And the reason why it's so important to constantly set these goals is, like I said, it ties in with that bit of being fulfilled because so much of our frustration stems from us not doing enough. And that frustration that you feel every now and then, or when you feel like you are in a rut, that is literally your intuition screaming at you for not tapping into your potential. There's this meme on Instagram, which I just love, and it's something along the lines of, I don't want to butcher it, but when you are feeling exhausted, it's not because you're doing too much, it's because you are doing too little. And I know for me, when I'm having especially productive days, I am high on life. Like I feel so energized, but on days where I'm just procrastinating, kind of feeling in a rut, don't really want to take action on what I know I need to work on, I feel so lethargic and I feel so fatigued, both mentally and physically. And the more we continue taking action, the more we're able to cultivate that energy from the inside out. And as a result, how we experience our lives improves so much. And, you know, we look at our lives as being this one-dimensional thing, but it's multifaceted and can be broken down into various areas. Because if you think about it, if we think when we're not experiencing something from one area of our lives, we let it take over and we feel so frustrated. But realize that is just one source of many that can create fulfillment for you. And essentially, our lives can be broken down into, let's say, our career, our health, our relationships, our learning and our personal growth, our finances, how we're spending our free time, the kind of recreation activities we're engaging in, and of course, our contribution to society. And so looking at these different areas of our lives, saying, okay, this month ahead, what do I want to focus on? And let me choose two or three that are really important to me and hone into them in terms of what you're focusing your goals on. 
And then again, the month, the next month, you can choose a new area of your life that you want to improve on. But like I said, don't avoid, sorry, don't, I'm not going to give you guys rules, but avoid going too hard too fast. The little actions you take compound into massive results. And so if you target one or two areas of your life every month, by the end of the year, your life is going to look so different. And once you've chosen which area or areas you want to focus on for the month ahead, break down your goals into actionable steps. It's much easier to digest and act on your goals when it's within reach. And remember what I discussed at the start with you guys about how our brains thrive on progress. And so when the action we need to take seems plausible and we're able to do it, we're actually going to take action as opposed to just sit on them, feel overwhelmed, and then just keep procrastinating and find reasons not to actually move forward. And when it comes to goal setting, a strategy I use is the SMART strategy. I'm sure many of you have heard about it, but for those who have not, I'll just break it down really quickly. So the SMART strategy is an acronym for goals which are specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time-bound. And I'll give you an example. Um, like I mentioned, I'm very goal oriented. And so a goal of mine is always to just keep growing and learning. But if you think about it, if my goal is I want to keep growing and learning, it's very arbitrary. And how do I measure that? How do I know if I'm making progress on this goal? How do I know if it's growing any more than I was last year or the month before? And so I break it down into more, a more specific goal that I can act on in the short term. So for example, I'm going to read at least two books around personal development this month. And the cool thing with this is now I know exactly what my target is. I can actually get started on it. And if, I, if it's the third week of the month and I've only read half of one book, I know I need to get my stuff together, <laughs> trying not to swear on the podcast, but I need to get it together and start reading more. And it's just another way of coming back to this to constantly stay focused and accountable. Because otherwise, despite the motivation we mustered at the start of the month, if we're not keeping ourselves accountable and being responsible about our goals, we're gonna find that they fall on the back burner incredibly quickly. And finally, the last step of this process is my favorite part of the process, and that is choosing a word for the month. And when you're choosing your word for the month, Think of it like your guiding principle in terms of who you want to embody. We don't get what we want just because we say we want it. We get, what we, we get things in our life based on who we are being. And so that is why choosing who you want to embody, the kind of characteristics, qualities is so important. And essentially, this word of the month helps me guide my choices for the month. And I make decisions which accordingly align. And it, the reason why this is so powerful is that it helps bring intention into my day and keeps me both accountable and actionable. And I'm not going to lie, like, you know, I'm, I'm sharing this, you know, I'm so candid with you guys is that, you know, you can start with the best intentions and it doesn't mean that you're going to smash it all the time, but having that conscious intention can help you keep moving forward and doing better. And so, for example, my word for February was to be more present and essentially the reason why I chose this word was to be present in the joy of the current moment and also to avoid the urge to multitask. I find I'm much more efficient when I unitask, but 
multitasking is always more appealing. And I'm not going to lie, I could have done way better with it, but it was definitely better than if I hadn't chosen it as my word. And so really ask yourself, where do I need to work on what is really important to me right now? And what do I want to stay focused on over the month ahead? And I'll give you a few examples. And one of them might hit home with you, or you might find that another word is more calling for you, but that's okay. But choose what word is, what is the word of the month that I'm going to choose? So for example, it could be faith. It could be ease, joy, abundance, loving, alignment, balance, productivity, surrender, or boundaries. The choices are endless. Just choose one word and keep coming back to it and use it as your benchmark to constantly assess whether your behavior and your choices are in alignment. And at the end of the month, when you're doing your self-reflection process, come back to this and say, okay, did my actions reflect the word that I chose for the month ahead? And you might find that, okay, the month, the next month you choose the same word, but that's okay. It's your choice. But just going into it with some kind of conscious intention is what matters the most. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week, but in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.